Hi, boys and girls. Welcome back to the Carlin Crappy Show. Um, we've had fun last couple of weeks since we've recorded Bullapalooza, um, but this is when the really fun begins. This is the uh, this is, I, I guess, Big Boy Bowls week um, coming up here. There's there's still some fun stuff. There's still there's still the uh, there are a couple Bullapalooza games still outstanding, and then we we may need uh, those to decide who's going to win that title for this year. But Carla, yes, big ones. The big yes. ones are coming. The games um, are coming, and it kind of starts tonight when you start seeing like teams you've heard of. <laughs> if you're not really paying, <laughs> if you're not really paying much attention, you know. I think we, we've got what Wisconsin. We're, we're recording this. What day is it? Happy holidays. I, we have no I, idea. It what doesn't. Day. It does not matter. It, it, it's, um, it is. It, it's um. Uh, it is, is the day. Oklahoma State maybe tonight. Uh, like Wisconsin Oklahoma State. Um, I think on right now is uh, uh East Carolina is yeah. is Wampin um coastal. coastal um so yeah and you know it's been a thing that's that's made this kind of interesting is just to see um how much transfer porter i I don't know that there are any are there any starting acc quarterbacks who are going to be starting for their teams next year yeah i don't i don't know i mean now that sam hartman's in the portal as of a few hours ago um yes that was that was the news that broke today um I don't know. DJU is gone. We'll talk about that in a bit. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not. I'm not sure. And it sounds like Sam Hartman's going to end up at Notre Dame. That's what mm-hmm. everybody seems to be saying. So um, that seems to be the consensus. Um, I, I think you and I are alike in that we haven't really had a chance to sit down and watch a ton of the games that have uh, ha- have come so far this month. Um, and yeah. we're we're taping this on the 27th on Tuesday. So. Um, just to give you an idea of, of where we are in the in the the bowl process, um, have you seen anything, any plays, any games, anything at all that it's, that's uh, stood out to you so far? Um, well, I didn't. Again, I didn't see the whole game, but um, we definitely were having a, a text conversation during the Frisco Bowl, um, yeah. which was North Texas and Boise, and North Texas mm-hmm. made that game stupid fun. They, they did. Um, w- much more than I was expecting. I expected that to be kind of a big Boise win, but again, mm-hmm. Cusa representing so far in the um in in the bowl season quite nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, the Frisco Bowl ended um at sixty seven combined points. That's a that's a good AJ fun index. We'll right. take that. Right. Um. The, the other quick note is that, you know, Buffalo won the Camellia Bowl today. Are they going to be able to get home? <laughs> like, that's the, I they mean, can that's go, the they can go stay with question. the Bills. They can go stay with the Bills in Chicago. In Chicago, um, yeah. While, while, that, while they, they figure that stuff out. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, um, but no, I mean, I mean, obviously the big game for me was, was most middle in the Hawaii Bowl. Um, yes. And, and yes, I actually saw most of that game. I, but when I turned that game on, uh, San Diego State was up 14 nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, maybe I'm not going to be watching this game that long because we had, you know, family stuff going on for Christmas Eve. Sure. Um, but what a win. Like mm-hmm. that's the second year mm-hmm. in a row that middle has. And, 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 and we talked about this on bowl Palooza. San Diego state is a good football team. Yeah. Um, that was a real nice win um, for the blue Raiders. Um, just a couple quick notes. Um, defensive end, Jordan Ferguson playing in his last game okay. needed one sack to set the all time school record. He didn't get it, <laughs> but, uh, but he had five tackles an interception and scored a touchdown on offense. So that's still a pretty good game. 
yeah, he was named the bowl. He was named bowl MVP. It's a decent, um, decent effort. That's okay. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's a great way for him to go out. You know, he didn't get the all time record, but um, but man, what a game for him to, to yeah. wind things up. And so, you know, as anybody should say, you know, you win your bowl game, and what's the first thing you say? We want Bama. Um, but no, really, middle opens at season next year at Bryant Denny. <laughs> next game. Wow. Is okay. Bama. <laughs> now, did they were they were they chanting? We want Bama. I did not see the end of the game. No, was that, no, was no, that, they that was thing? But, no, they weren't. But um, but yeah, we need we need the signs hanging up all over Murfreesboro. Let's start it now. We want Bama because uh, whether we want them or not, we're getting them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the, here it is. Here it is. Next game on the schedule. Yikes. Yep. Um. Uh, uh, you mentioned the Frisco Bowl with uh, North Texas and Boise State. That was a fun one. Um, I, I was actually paying more attention that day to uh, uh, SMU BYU, and while yeah, it's not the one. point, not the point total, you might imagine, um, but definitely a, a, a tight competitive game. Mm-hmm. Um, one that was not was was neither tight nor competitive. Washington State and Fresno State. Yes, and Fresno and Jake Hayner um, absolutely smoked a Pac-12 opponent in that bowl game, um, yep. and that's that's that is a fantastic uh, way for Jake Hayner to to, to wrap things up. Um, another game that wasn't close. Mm-hmm. Oregon State over Florida. Yes, yes, that game was not close, and now um, I wasn't going to bring that up given the the interest in the Gators in in your family's in my household. House. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, yeah, I was, I was real glad that my husband was kind of distracted during that game. That's um, good. That's good. because that went over a lot more smoothly, but yeah, that was not, I don't know what Florida was doing in that game. That was just nothing. No clue. They weren't doing anything in that game. That was the problem. <laughs> no clue whatsoever. Uh, and, and DJ's gonna go be, um, is gonna go to Oregon state, correct? Yes. Yeah. Is that we've heard? Okay. Yes, that's that's where he's that's where he's scheduled to go is is out west to, to Oregon State, and that makes that Oregon State team real interesting next year. Uh, um, interesting is the right word. I'm I'm not I'm after this season. I'm not concerned. I'm not. I'm not really. I, that's I don't know that it's like an automatic improvement. Um, but you know maybe he just needs a fresh start. Uh, uh, some um, Pacific Northwest air uh, versus mm-hmm. the heat and humidity of Clemson, South Carolina. Well, and... his family's from—he's from out there originally. He's originally mm-hmm. a West Coast guy, so so he's getting closer to home. Um, I think his brother's playing at Hawaii. Okay. Um, okay. So I think that kind of gets them all. Or no, he's not playing at Hawaii. He's playing another Pac-12 team because there was a joke about him getting sacked by his brother. <laughs> okay. His brother plays defense. Okay. So I don't remember. I don't remember where he plays. Um, maybe he's at Oregon. Maybe his brother's at Oregon. That's something that um uh, I, yeah, we can I we can check on that for the show notes and and uh, and mention it there. I, I we we can't. I, I would love to be able to, at this point to talk about um uh the Bullapalooza standings. Um, as as you guys may recall, we we're we're keeping track now. Um, and and so we had uh one two three six games. Um, plus the the tiebreaker uh based on the score of of uh, the Peach Bowl. Um, but there are still three games outstanding. Um, the Gator Bowl, the Arizona Bowl, and the Citrus Bowl. Uh, and there are enough um, differences, uh, so we'll see how it goes. I would note in the Hawaii Bowl that um, neither Jake nor I picked middle, and now we are sad. I assume Jake, <laughs> I, I assume Jake is sad. I, I, I am. 
Um, it would have been fun time, right? A fun moment right there to go to go with your heart rather than trying to be all smart and analytical because that, I mean, for me anyway, um, as you guys know, that never works. It just doesn't. So, um, uh, and now you know, and now you know how I'm going to pick the big boy ball games. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it 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 has been fun so far. Um yeah. uh, Middle's win was fantastic. Um I, I, I there haven't been uh there have been some head scratchers, as we've noted. Um there haven't been like the off the hook after dark uh you know 52, 55 kind of games yet. Yeah. Still potential, still could happen. So um keep, keep I would watching. say tonight has potential, but it's Wisconsin. I like yeah, no, no, that's not. <laughs> yeah, that's not, and and I'm 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 um. They were talking in one of the games I was watching tonight as we're getting ready, and it's like, is Fickle going to coach? Is he going to be on the sideline? Is he just going to be up in the box, kind of paying attention? Um, we'll see how that goes, but um, but yeah, uh, that's that that ain't the style um no. <laughs> for the for the Badgers. So that I don't I don't know that's going to be a that's going to be one that AJ would be interested in or not. Maybe. I don't know. Um, chances are, although he would grumble about them, AJ, AJ understands that that um, the amount of college football left, um, you can't say there's a lot of football left because there's not a lot of football left. There's yeah. there's just a few games left, and I know AJ's going to be watching. Um, and these games are the traditional big boys uh, when it comes to bowl season, and they've, they've become uh, even bigger now as like official rewards for good seasons. And, and then the rotating semifinals, we're going to go through the four non semifinal games. And then we will pick, we will talk about the semifinals. Um, this is not at all a, a, a slight because there's, there's great stuff coming in these bowl games. So let's, let's dive in uh, on Friday, December 30th. Um, I, I have in my notes that these get, this game is on ESPN. All of these games are on ESPN. Uh, thankfully Fox hasn't gotten its hands back on this yet. Yeah. Uh, we begin at 8 p.m. on Friday, the Capital One Orangiest Bowl. Um, that is AJ's name, I think. Uh, it, it, close to that anyway. Yes. Uh, it is named that way because uh, number six, Tennessee versus number seven, Clemson, the Orangiest teams. Sort of like a, 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 a creamsicle. Yeah. Versus how would you just play pumpkin uh how would yeah, you describe that orange that orange is brighter i don't it's know it's brighter yeah um yeah number, pumpkin orange that's good the number the number six creamsicles versus the number seven uh clemson pumpkins um the pumpkins <laughs> are favored by four and a half points the aj fun index is i think the funnest of this bunch at 63 and a half points uh what do you what do you think about this one Besides it's, the the over the preponderance of orange of orange in the orangiest bowl, all I have to say is like the end of this game, like the Gatorade bath, it better be orange. Like that, if it's another even, color, someone is someone needs to be fired. Fire, Pre- exactly. Period. Yeah. Period. Ab- absolutely, hundred percent. Um, but no, this is this is a really interesting matchup. You know, you, hmm? we, we've been joking about calling this the orangiest bowl, but it's it's also like the backup quarterback bowl. Um, right. I mean, right. because. You know, you know, unfortunately, um, 
Hendon Hooker, um, you know, is out for for this game for for Tennessee, and that's kind of mm-hmm. where their season kind of went off the rails a little bit when they yep. lost him. Um, Joe Milton will be starting, and he was actually the starting quarterback last year. Um, mm-hmm. So that's something to kind of file away that like that Joe Milton has mm-hmm. experience right. um, running this offense. Now he was benched in favor of Hendon Hooker, so there's that. You have a backup quarterback for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other side of the ball. Similar situation, DJ, you got benched mm-hmm. for Cade Klubnick, a freshman, um, who is now the 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 quarterback. He's QB one now because yep. DJ's gone. Um, so he's QB one now for Clemson. Um, Klubnick went over a ton of fans in the ACC title game. Um, but what we know about him is limited to that one game. Mm-hmm. Really. And so, you know, a lot of what I've been reading about him is, is he the next great Clemson quarterback or was right. he just playing against a not so great Carolina defense? Tough to say. Right. We don't know. Well, <laughs> and we, we don't know. We're going to find out here um, mm-hmm. because although that being said, um, the Tennessee defense in the secondary especially is is kind of questionable. Um, Tennessee's mojo all season has been to get out in front early. Mm-hmm. Tennessee cannot come from behind. That's just not the way that they're wired. That's not the way their offense runs. Right. Um, so the Vols run defense could be the difference here mm-hmm. because the Vols rush defense is actually really, really good. Um, and that puts all of the pressure on the young quarterback. Right. Right. Um, and so I think the experience that you have, I mean, yes, you got two backup quarterback. Well, at least during at one point this season, they were both the backup quarterbacks. Now they're both mm-hmm. QB ones. Um, you have more experience with Milton. Um, he knows the offense a little bit better. Um, if a Clemson team is disappointed, they didn't get into the playoff. Um, I, I'm leaning Tennessee in this game, but okay. there's so many question marks mm-hmm. around this game. Mm-hmm. I, I did see something really interesting. I'm, I'm going to say Tennessee is my pick. Um, ESPN's Chris Lowe and David Hale had a really interesting note in their preview for this game mm-hmm. um, that said, we got the orangest bowl and they didn't call it the orangest bowl. They called it the orangiest orange bowl or something like that. Um, I like ours better. Um, We got the orangey. We got the orangiest bowl. Thanks to South Carolina. Yes. Because South Carolina beat both of these teams. Yes. Yes. Which caused them both to end up falling into the orange bowl. Yeah. And, and let's look at the transitive properties here. Yeah. Here's here's an unlikely method for picking this game. Um, we'll call it the Gamecock Challenge. I like it. Uh, and it's important, as as you noted, it is important to 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 understand that that uh, Tennessee and Clemson both played Carolina late in the season. South Carolina um, both lost, um, and neither loss was. I mean, if you're talking about the score, I guess Clemson's loss is better, but it was also yeah. at home. And then Tennessee just got smoked in Columbia. Um, right. uh, I, I I think the Gamecocks put up sixty three points. Yeah. Uh, something that was the game that that was the game that Hooker got hurt. Something yeah. really really not good. Um, mm-hmm. Where does that leave us? Okay, interesting. And 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 you're correct on, on comparing the quarterback because we have two relatively unknown properties. Uh, you know, Klubnik. Um, I saw a little time in, 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 in different instances where, where, where DJ was, uh, was benched. Um, and I think that's a different situation than in, in Tennessee where, where a guy who was 
who had been the starter was unseated. Um, so perhaps, uh, you know, perhaps this is a situation where maybe his confidence isn't what it was, or perhaps um, this is a situation uh, sort of Georgia-esque um, mm -hmm. where you have a guy returning and leading his team to glory and, and all of that stuff. Um, neither of those things is, uh, um, really touch on, uh, Clemson's defense. Um, you might, UT's run defense is very, very good overall in, uh, maybe right. not as good. Clemson's defense is solid. Um, and you're talking about, uh, with, with, with Klubnik, you're talking about a guy who, um, wasn't a backup because he got beat out and in in a in in a couple instances this season was probably close to being named the starter for a, a game or two uh as the guy ahead of him struggled he is he's he's kind of the anointed successor um i'm making gross assumptions about talent levels here but i i feel like he's got an edge in this game and i feel like that plus clemson's defense means the tigers come away with the orangiest bowl um that we will ever that we will ever orange to orange yes. upon um on saturday this is when we get into the to the meat of the um the, the new year six games uh at noon hey, hey oh look it's on espn the all-state <laughs> mayhem sugar bowl this is of course in new orleans number five alabama versus number nine kansas state Bama's favored by six and a half points. The AJ Fund Index is 56. It's so weird that Alabama's playing on New Year's Eve and not elsewhere, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is only the second time that Alabama hasn't made the playoff in the existence of the playoff. I went back and looked. Um, but I, I want to say, can I say that I'm irrationally excited about this game? Because you may. You may. I am. Um, and why, yes, is, why, I, why is that, Carla? Yes. I, is it I the mean, guys in purple? Is it the guys in purple? Yes, it is. And 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 my reason for this is, I mean, yes, you look at these two teams on paper and all of the statistics say that Alabama wins this game pretty easily. Mm -hmm. Like if you compare all the numbers. Mm -hmm. Here's my question. Does Bama really want this game? <laughs> right? We are going in we are going in similar directions with our I mean, with our uh, analyses. Yeah, it's they're not in the playoff for just the second time since its right. existence. A bunch of players are in the transfer portal, including um, Treshawn Holden, who who is the, the the fourth leading wide receiver on the team. He's mm -hmm. gone. Um, they have thirteen total players right now in the transfer portal. Um, good news is that Bryce Bryce Young and Will Anderson, who are both really big difference makers for the Tide, obviously. I mean, you got a defending mm -hmm. Heisman winner. Um, they are going to play, and there was some speculation that because they're both potential first round draft picks um that they were going to sit out this game but they have both declared they are going to play this game mm -hmm. but this is a k-state team that like has adapted and evolved all season long um will howard has played really really well coming in for adrian martinez mm -hmm. martinez now is close to healthy um will be available for this game. We talked about this in the big 12 title game, that there is a possibility that you might have Martinez in, in wildcat packages. Yep. Um, you, you, that's a potential option here. Mm -hmm. um, they're running back. Deuce Vaughn is just stupid fun to watch. Yes. Um, he's just a speedy look. <laughs> he's just gone. Um, and the power cats <laughs> boast the uh, big 12 defensive player of the year in Felix and Duke Uzoma. Right. 
<sighs> Carly, you seem to be vacillating here. I'm I'm pickle I'm picking with my heart. Okay. Do it. I'm picking with my heart, and I'm gonna say what the heck, go power cats. Bam. Um bam, I, bam. I, I it's not logical. It's not logical at all. And if Bama wins but... this game by and if Bama wins this game by by three touchdowns, I would not be stunned. Mm-hmm. Um but I just I question this is a Bama team. We've talked to over and over again this year. This is not the Bama teams that we're used right. to seeing. They're making a lot of mistakes. They have lots of penalties. You know, you've seen Saban get frustrated over on the sidelines with the um with the uh, bleep heard around the world that wasn't heard, right? <laughs> um yes. And this just feels like an Alabama team that's just like, we don't know. We we don't know. And if anybody's going to beat them this year, if, if, if there is a year that you could knock off Bama in a bowl game, this feels like the one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Kansas State, why not? Go get them, okay. Powercats. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> you, you mentioned logic, and but there is a, 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 well, number one, we, we, we don't watch college football. Nobody watches college football for logic. That, that's true. That, that, that's why this game, is better than any other <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because logic often does not work uh in in this world but i don't think it's illogical to ask um a, a question about this Alabama team and it's one that you would never have asked about any uh, saving teams or, or saving at least saving teams in recent history do do they give a crap yeah i mean do they um and, and we've we've talked about this. I've talked about this. Uh, we, we've talked about this multiple times this season. Normally, a, you you would not have any reason to question mental preparation of a Nick Saban team, um, uh, right. or or you know emotional intensity. These guys are sharp. They are well prepared. Um, they minimize mistakes, and they just bury the opponent. And this team has not done that. And this team has has made mental errors after mental error after mental error, and it's 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 costed cost Alabama games the losses. Um, there were just there were stretches when when the Crimson Tide this season when when those players didn't seem to be interested, and going into a game with a team that is motivated because they are playing the 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 top program in college football right um they are the champions of a conference that doesn't get a whole lot of respect um they are coming off a win uh over a team that everyone sort of was like yeah butted for the whole season and you know and TCU's like yeah they keep winning but you know who are they really? And blah, 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 blah. K-State knows how to get these, knows how to get this done. Um, and that's how Alabama, I have this written down. This Alabama season will end with a bowl loss to the Power Cats. <laughs> Woo! Um, and the, the, the fact that you and I both approach this from the same angle makes me feel a lot, a lot better about that pick, by the way. <laughs> Uh, the two semifinal games are on New Year's Eve as well. We're going to come back to those. So we're jumping ahead to Monday, January 2nd at noon on, where's it going to be on? Uh, that four-letter network. ESPN, once ESPN. again. Uh, the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic in Jerry World. Um, number 16, Tulane versus number 10, 
USC, Southern Cal is favored by two and a half points. It's a tiny, that's a tiny line. Mm-hmm. Um, the AJ Fund Index is 62. Uh, and Caleb Williams says he's playing. Yeah. Um, so what, I, what, what does, what does that mean? If anything, right. Uh, you know, I, I, that's the very first line I have here is Ryan Abraham of USC football, former, um, publisher of mine. So I gotta say, Hey Ryan, um, reported earlier this hey, Ryan. month that, that, um, Caleb Williams does expect to play in, mm-hmm. in the cotton bowl. Um, my next sentence is, but at what capacity? Right. Right. Hamstring right. injuries are nothing to laugh at, nothing to scoff at. They take a long time to heal. Right. And last time we saw Caleb Williams, other than, you know, having his entire offensive line help him carry the Heisman Trophy off of the platform, <laughs> um, we saw him hobbling around the backfield during the Pac 12 title game. Yeah. Barely, right? barely able to walk. Barely to move. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Jordan Addison not playing. Mm-hmm. in this game um he's got an ankle injury and has decided not to play because he's going to be a um a, a draft pick um he top was five. the team's he's yeah gonna be a top five draft pick. top well top either top five or top 10 i hope mm. he's top five but um but you know he'll, he'll definitely be in the t- and he'll be in the first several names that are announced at the yes. draft um he was the team's leading receiver yeah. <sighs> Tulane, team that we don't know a ton about other than thanks to AJ who's been watching them all season long right um <laughs> thank you AJ thank you AJ Tulane very quietly has become the, the and this doesn't sound like a lot right mm-hmm. the 35th best defense total defense in the nation mm-hmm. like 35th okay so so what USC has only faced two teams all season that have better defenses than Tulane right those two teams Oregon State was ranked number 26 mm-hmm. and Utah ranked mm-hmm. number 19. Huh. What happened last time USC and Utah played each other? Right. I'm having it. Oh, right. Utah. That was, oh boy, that was an ugly game. Yeah. Yeah. Utah, Utah won that one big. Them. Utah swept them, right? So, yes. so we got two losses against Utah. And yes, USC beat the Beavs by three points. It was their closest game of the entire season. Mm-hmm. USC against a good defense equals struggle bus. Right. And we've seen that a couple of times this year. Um, And oh, yeah, by the way, Tulane is number 18 in pass defense. That's the best the Trojans will have seen Mm -hmm. all year. We also need to remember this is a Tulane team that beat Kansas State. We we were just talking about them in the season. Just uh, we we picked them to beat Alabama. Mm -hmm. Huh. Okay. Wow. Mm Yes, I do realize there's a Heisman Trophy winner on the USC side of the field. <laughs> I get that. I get that. But if TJ Spears can get the Green Wave ground game going, That's true. Michael Pratt Michael Pratt has time to throw the football. This is a game Tulane wins. Mm-hmm. And if we had a healthy Caleb Williams on the other side of the field, I would pick this game completely differently. Yeah. Um, this, uh, yes. But when you don't know... And, and and we saw how ineffective the USC offense was when he couldn't move. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I He will be better than he was in the Pac-12 title game, but without his go-to Addison out there yeah. and not mo- not 100% mole, Tulane can win this football game. This game's close. I think mm-hmm. I think this game is super close, but I think, I think Tulane wins. I think Tulane wins. Why I just, not? I, 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 yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I would, I, as a fan, I would love to see that. Um, I just, I, I, I don't know. 
picking this game is tougher than picking a game, you know, like Clemson where the, the quarterback left. Um, is if Caleb Williams is healthy, um, if he if he is mobile and and can do the stuff that he's used to being able to do, um, even without Addison, I I, I think that's more than enough offense yeah. um, for for the, the 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 Green Wave to be able to keep up. But I mean, dude, dude was hurting in, yeah. in the, the Pac-12 title game, and if you saw any of that, you you know exactly. I mean, he was he was struggling just to walk off the field after possession. Um, and you know, if if you're able to sort of, if you take away uh, USC's pass defense, or excuse me, pass offense, um. This this is a whole different thing because that is that is a very very good defense. Um, it it looked it and and I mean, it's it's still a hard thing to compare um, statistics that were put up uh, in an AAC schedule versus a Pac-12 schedule. Although maybe those are closer than than Pac-12 fans would like to think these days. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I'm I I I think USC has enough. Um and, and we've we've talked about it uh all year. The uh USC has gotten better up the middle um as, yeah. as they've gained experience. Um, and that's that is has made a, a a a big difference. That's been a big change over the course of the year. Um, wasn't enough for uh to to play physical football with Utah. Um, if it comes down to that, uh, you still I think you still have to look at kind of the difference in in talent levels between uh a, just in general a a, a good Pac twelve school and a good yeah. AAC school. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, frontline guys can can be just as talented, but but depth. Um, it, you know, if you're talking about being able to send in waves of guys who can pressure the wave, um, that that pun was not intended. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I for it anyway. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> I, I I think USC is the pick. Um, that's not what I want to see. I want it. I want it. I want an upset here so much. But I, I just, I think there's too much stuff. Even if if Cable Williams is still a bit limited, um, there is other talent besides Jordan Davison on on the edges. Uh, I, yeah, I, I'm I'm USC. I'm vacillating, but I think USC is the uh, uh, is the pick here. Um, a game that Carla might be interested in. Just a little bit. Uh, at 5 p.m. Hey, look, it's on ESPN. Uh, this is timed perfectly for shots of the sun setting over the San Gabriel Mountains at some point during the game. This is this is the promised land. <laughs> um, the not the you know the, the 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 playoff notwithstanding, this is the Rose Bowl game presented by Prudential in lovely Pasadena, California. Number 11, Penn State. Versus number eight, Utah. Utah is favored by two and a half points. The AJ Fun Index is a Big Ten-esque 52 and a half. And Carla, I'm going first. Okay. So you can have the final the final word on the game that I assume you are most interested in. Yes. <laughs> it is. Uh, so, uh, you know, based on 
the uh, championship games, the, the 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 conference championship games from a few weeks back, Utah is uh, it looks every bit as scary as Georgia. Um, and if you remember uh, the Rose Bowl from a year ago, which was uh, my Buckeyes uh, out there playing Dem, Dem Utes, um, Dem Utes smacked around Ohio State for pretty much the entire first half um, before settling into a shootout that Ohio State uh, eventually won. That game, I think, is the key to this one and figuring out how this goes. Um, mentioned Georgia, obviously playing really well. Utah looked looked frightening as they as they thumped USC. Yeah. You know what unit was playing as good as nearly any other unit in the country at the end of the season? That's going to be Penn State's defense. Um. Uh, Carla, uh, the week prior to the Michigan game, Carla Carla uh, suggested that Penn State might be the best team, best team in the Big Ten at that moment, and I couldn't, I I, I could not come up with an uh, an argument to, to to really challenge you on that. Um, so Penn State's defense is playing lights out. That was the thing that Ohio State did not have a year ago. Um, it's also a thing debt to Utes didn't see a whole lot of in its home conference um playing utah is like playing a big 10 team um and that's going to feel familiar to the nittany lions um to experienced quarterbacks uh similar numbers penn state's offense with the with, with the with the the two uh the children uh, who are switched off at tailback mm -hmm. um that's enough that's enough uh penn state's going to bring home the Big Ten uh, bring home to the Big Ten a yet another Rose Bowl title. What do you think? Oh, first of all, I, I have to say I'm I'm as, as excited as I am that Penn State is in the Rose Bowl game. I am just as excited to see the Penn State Blue Band in the uh, in the Tournament of Roses parade. Nice. That okay. is like that is the like I'm a former marching band nerd. I can't wait <laughs> to see. That's just one of those like you know bucket list kind of can't, moments. Right? Cannot blame you for that. Um, football again, like you said, it, statistically, these teams are very, very evenly matched. Um, here's what I like what, what I like about what I see in those numbers, though. Yes, if you look at the scoring points per game, Utah scored more points per game than Penn State, mm -hmm. but offensively, Utah's been pretty balanced, yeah, for sure, right? Um, it's almost equal pass to run um i don't like the penn state defense against a pass heavy offense mm -hmm. see ohio state and michigan mm -hmm. right um and that's not to speak poorly of cam rising cam rising is an incredible quarterback and he's going to be a defensive challenge yeah. um for the nits but I do like the fact that the Knits may be able to use their run defense, which has been spectacular, number 14 in the country, to force Utah to be one-dimensional. Mm -hmm. And that's not something that you could do against a team that plays, you know, fun and gun, right? right? Like you said, Utah plays very similarly to a lot of the the Big Ten offenses that, that Penn State is used to seeing. So, yes, while the Utah defense is scary, and, and we saw what they did to USC, um, and I have um, – some uncomfortable thoughts about the way that 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 the game is going to go i do like the fact that the penn state defense is going to have the opportunity to force utah to be one-dimensional mm -hmm. 
one thing that makes me really nervous about this game is the fact that Joey Porter Jr. is not playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times he was the catalyst that got the defense going. Yeah. Yeah. So you're sure. going to be missing the spark. But I think the fact that this is the Rose Bowl game, right? There's something to this. And this is the first time that any of these players have been to the Rose Bowl game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been long enough since it's hard to believe that it's been that long since Penn State was it that doesn't feel like it was that long ago that that game had that that spectacular game happened against USC. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, that's I mean, that speaks to the fact that Clifford's been quarterback there for eight years. So for 18 years, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Professor Clifford. Um <laughs> offensively, the key to the game for Penn State is they gotta run the football, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta rely on those two dual threat freshmen. Um Singleton and Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, they're gonna have to work hard though. As will the the offensive line um, against that tough Utah run defense because Utah's run defense is really really good. Yeah. Clifford's going to have to lead this team, but that's a role he stepped up into this season. Yeah, something he that he hasn't necessarily done in the past, and I think that's because he has that run game finally. Um, he's getting time. He's got the offensive line. He's got the run game that he can rely on. Last time Penn State played in the Rose Bowl, we got that spectacular game. I expect this game to be just as spectacular. I also expect to be very uncomfortable on Monday evening. <laughs> um, if your game is anything at all like my Rose Bowl was a year ago, yes, yes, that's a good bet. <laughs> I expect it to be extremely uncomfortable, but I mean, come on, you know who I'm picking this game. My Rose Bowl shirt arrives tomorrow. Hashtag yes, we are. We are. Very nice. Very nice. Um, there's Charlie. Uh, Charlie, we are about to talk about the last two, the semifinals, uh, the final four, if you will. Um, we will transport you magically back to Saturday, December 31st at 4 p.m. Once again on ESPN, the Verbo, uh, we have the whole place to ourselves Fiesta Bowl. Um, I don't know if that means it's going to be like just the football teams and nobody else there what is that i don't know what that means in that context this of course is in glendale glendale arizona this of course is number three tcu versus number two michigan uh michigan is favored by seven and a half points uh the aj fun index is 58.5 um uh carla what do you think we've said over and over again this season Mm -hmm. tcu just knows how to win football games they do Maybe. Until it didn't. <laughs> Although it kind of did. <laughs> it was a touchdown. Um in, in the Big 12 title game. Um yes. Ma- Max Duggan's just been impressive all season long. Um it's just it's just been a heck of a run from this TCU team. But this TCU offense that has per- persevered time and time and time again and has become the sixth best scoring offense in the country is going up against the number three total defense in the country. Yep. And I think that's going to be the difference here. Because you know who number seven is on the scoring offense list? I I, I do not. That would be Michigan. Oh, and that's who they're pl- Okay, I got you. Right. Like, Michigan likes to run the football, even without Quorum, who's hurt. Um, Donovan Edwards did just fine. In the big tw- in the Big Ten title game, um, put up 185 yards. Yes, um, on Purdue, uh, TCU's defense is fine against the run, to use AJ's terminology, right? But they're they're not stellar. Um, Michigan, on the other hand, is spectacular against the run. 
which will likely make the horny toad singularly focused on offense. And that's not exactly what you want no. to see in any situation. I think these two offenses are pretty similar. I think Michigan's defense is what gets this done for them. I really, really want the horny toads to go play for a national title, but I just don't think it's in the cards for this. And I unfortunately think I need to go with team up North and it pains me to do that, but I just don't see how it works any other way. Um, it's interesting that this, uh, as all the games that we've, we've spoken about um, uh, to include the one that we have yet to speak about, this is the biggest point spread. Um, and I, I'm not, it, it's not Georgia over Ohio state. It's this one. Uh, and I, it's, it is a product of, uh, I mentioned previously kind of the, you know, the, 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 the side, I, the sideways look, we always look to big 12 teams, um, regardless of what they've done and, and what TCU's done this year has been fantastic, but it, it, it's also, and I'm, I'm, I'm I'm finally coming to grips with this that that uh, Jimmy has done what he set out to do in Ann Arbor. Um, I, you know, I've talked about kind of the pieces, um, and with a with a focus more on McCarthy as we've gone through the season. But uh, you know, after getting to see that defense firsthand in late November, um, phew, that's that's that is a tough thing for anyone to overcome. Um, at, at that game. Um, the, the Wolverines gave Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud fits uh, with with steady pressure in his face. Um, not not always overwhelming, but it, it got to the point where, you know, it, in the moment, I'm like, I'm yelling at C.J., throw the damn ball, throw it. And then you watch the replay, which I, which I have done. He didn't have anywhere to throw it. That's why he's hesitating. It's not, it's not. It's not because the you know that the he's he's caving to the pressure and he's suddenly forgotten how to do his job. Is he had nowhere yeah. to go with the damn ball? Yeah. Um. So that combo, uh, plus uh, I mean that 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 made Ohio State one dimensional. Um, could not run the ball. I, I don't is, is Max Duggan the guy to beat this? Um, like uh, just to 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 kind of pick out one thing. Um, that, that C.J. Stroud gets criticized about over the time. He he's not Max Duggan is not a running quarterback, but he does run the ball well. Um, I know we're 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 skeptical uh, officially on this show about quarterbacks who lead their team in rushing, and that's exactly what he did in the Big Twelve title game. But um, you know, if 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 he if he's able to rush for a hundred yards against Michigan, that's gonna that's that changes the script completely. Um, yeah, because that that is that has turned down the defense. Um, that has turned down the defensive intensity. That's that uh the the pass defense intensity is that he's looking at. Um, the the linebackers kind of have to stay put. Opens up a whole bunch of stuff that that Ohio State just was not able to do. Um. So maybe that's how. Maybe that's how that works. Uh, will they? Ah uh, ha ha. Maybe for a half. Um. Michigan's really good. And 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 you guys know it 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 is physically painful for me to say that. Um, Michigan's really good, uh, and this game will reinforce that point. Um, and and uh, the Wolverines will be one game. Uh, will be getting ready to to play in the national title game in uh, on January 9th. Uh on eight p.m. at eight p.m. on ESPN. Uh the uh the the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl, which. 
I guess, you know, pizzas and chicken, that sort of works. That's, that's okay. And I've had, I, I, I haven't had any food from Chick-fil-A in about a million years, but one, the last time I was there, I got a peach milkshake and it was fantastic. There you go. Just for what it's worth. The citrus cheese, it's right. <sighs> the thing Bola that is a reference. If you haven't listened is to Bullet Proof, go back and listen to Bullet Proof. Um, you know, they're, they're sponsoring like uh, the, the remaining, all of the remaining bowl games from tonight forward, I think, in some fashion or another. And some, uh, a representative of Cheez Its was trying to explain to a journalist that one Cheez It is a Cheez It, two or more Cheez Its are Cheez It crackers. And I'm like, dude, no. <laughs> Just that's not how that's not how that works. You don't get to randomly rewrite the English language. <laughs> the um, plural of cheese it is not cheese it crackers. No. It doesn't no. work that way. No. Um although I say that after we have added no fewer than three words to the English language this season. <laughs> this season, yes. I'm still waiting to hear back from the Oxford English Dictionary uh about those suggestions, by the way. Okay. Um Peach Bowl, Atlanta, 8 p.m. on Saturday. Number four, Ohio State versus number one, Georgia. Georgia is favored by six and a half points, not as wide a spread as Michigan over TCU. Uh, the AJ Fun Index is 62 points. I'm taking that as a good sign because Vegas at least is looking for scoring, mm -hmm. which would say this is not a one-sided thing. Um. Oh man, Carla, go ahead. I'm, I'm, <laughs> so, I'm, I'm a freaking mess already. Yeah, and I and I didn't put a ton of my notes because I figured you would have a lot to say about this game. But I, it, my my number one question here is, what defensive adjustments has Ohio State made since November 26th? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the big question here for me. Um, because we know that the Bucks can score. We know mm -hmm. that the number two scoring offense in the country. Um. But Georgia has a capable offense and also the number two scoring defense in the nation. Um, so this comes down to me, this comes down to adjustments. Mm -hmm. um, and AJ pointed this out a couple of times this season. Ryan Day has not excelled at making mid-game adjustments this year. This isn't a mid-game adjustment, right, right? Per se. Right. But the last time we saw your Bucks, they were getting yanked around by Michigan's offensive scheme. So what's changed? Right. That's 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 seriously what this this whole game boils down to that for me. OK. Has Ryan Day been able to do something defensively? Um, Because we've said repeatedly this season, Georgia knows how to turn on Death Star mode. <laughs> they do. And. They're essentially playing at home. Mm -hmm. Um, Offensively, they're right. They're they're not the number two scoring offense in the nation, but they're all they're in the top ten, mm -hmm. right? Um, I like Georgia. I like Georgia until I see the until I see the first couple of plays in this game. I can't pick against them <laughs> right now because I need to, I need to know what those adjustments are. I, mm. th that's I mean if if you can't stop Stetson Bennett in that offense you're not going to beat Georgia mm -hmm. because it's going to be a slog to score points against mm -hmm. that Georgia defense. Mm -hmm. It is. And we know that Ohio state can score, but can they stop them? And that's a question that 
we you know we we saw against Michigan they couldn't yeah they couldn't well um, go ahead no that's I I can't pick against Georgia in this game mm-hmm. I I want to root conference I do I really want to root conference but I just I can't do it I I, I do not blame you and 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 the the, the thing I mean. Ohio State scoring is not a guarantee. I mean, if you need a blueprint to, to, to how to keep Ohio State's offense in check, I just talked about this with when, right. in, in picking Michigan. There it is. There it is. Mm-hmm. It's laid out. And, and you're talking about defensive players who are better than the defensive players that Jimmy has. Right. Um, there is, as you mentioned, the Death Star factor. We we've discussed this uh, over and over and over. Each time Georgia has presented been presented with a challenge, they've responded in um, a manner best described as terrifying. Mm-hmm. If you are if you are not a Bulldogs fan, uh, so I mean, if I was a rational, sane human being looking at this game, there's there is no freaking way I'm picking Ohio State. Um, it, it, it just no no no. Mm-hmm. Um, what does Ohio State have? Uh, it's a hard thing to quantify. Um, as it was a hard thing to quantify, you know, when Ohio State was going into a, a, a semifinal against Alabama with the third string quarterback. Um, Ohio State has good players among the best in the country. They they routinely compete with the Alabamas, the Georgias, the Michigans, uh, in 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 either, you know whatever how how whatever you think about recruiting ratings, um, they are they're they're always there. Um, these guys have heard for a month that they are lucky to be here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you you know you you lose your you lose your your uh rivalry game for the second year in a row. Um, don't get to the Big Ten the to the conference title game for the second year in a row. You know, and Ohio State just kind of squeaks in, and we've and, and look, we've talked about TV numbers and the influence that that has, and I I I fully admit. That gives Ohio State an advantage that, that a lot of schools don't have when when these things are being decided. They also have an opportunity with one game to sort of change the legacy of of this team because yeah. right now, I mean, they are monsters in the regular season as, as they're mowing down Big Ten opponents. But you know, you, you lose to Oregon, lose to Michigan twice. Mm, what is the legacy of this team? You change your legacy from from losing the rivalry game two years in a row to beating the defended national champions and earning a shot at a national title of their own, and and, and perhaps an opportunity to get revenge on the rivals in the process. Um, this is all. This is all. Again, not quantifiable. I, I I can't I can't give you any numbers that would tell you that Ohio State has a chance here. I, I literally none. I, I there's there I, I, there's nothing. But the 2014 Sugar Bowl should tell you everything 
you need to know about how this game could turn out. And how I think it will turn out. Um, Georgia's cruised, and 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 when they've had, uh, when they've been challenged, they've responded. Um, if Ohio State can respond to the challenge it has been presented with, which essentially is a second chance, um, they can push Georgia. And they can win this game. Um, and that's where I'm picking. That is where where I am picking. Boys and girls, you can hear the Carla and Crappy Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and a variety of other podcasting hosts. You can watch us on YouTube and on the show's Facebook page. If you like us, please subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, if you don't, mind your own damn business. Be sure to come back next week. Um, when I hope we're going to be talking about an Ohio State-Michigan National Championship game. <laughs> uh we will be talking we will be revealing the uh the bullapalooza champion for this year um and wrapping up the 11th season of the carla and crappy show which is very cool mm-hmm. uh carla do you, do you have any uh, uh final thoughts um well the first thing i came to mind was is that it's very weird with the way the calendar fell this year that yep. the rose bowl is the last bowl game like we normally end up yes. with yeah. like a weird random game like afterwards you know on and the- i always kind of look for there was ou a couple of years ago was playing like on january 6th yeah, or something like, and it was yeah, like it was, uh, okay this is nice yeah it was just kind of this a couple of random games that happened after the new year and that's um that's not a thing that's happening this year mm-hmm. so the rose bowl is it which is there's not even a late game after the rose bowl i uh, i would the Which traditionalist in me would like to have a sugar bowl after the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Because that's usually how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, okay, we're fine. Uh, we just have that one big one when we're done. And I'm, I am not at all uh, uh, sad about the Rose Bowl being the one to, to like, wrap up bowl season. I think that works for me. Yeah. No, I mean, it'll be a lovely way to, to wrap up. I mean, it's the most aesthetically pleasing of <laughs> by far by far by far it's um, not been close yeah so and i did not i didn't even have to look up san gabriel mountains i've just heard that reference so often and like the purple sunlight diffusing and and, and yep. it's just like oh man this this isn't even fair not it's not only- not even sorry aj not even the hawaii bowl or the bahamas bowl can can top this no yeah i'll never not hear it in keith's voice <laughs> right yes yes those of you that are old enough to get that reference you get that reference so um no it's just it's been a fun bowl season there was something else that i had too but it's gone out of my brain at this point so um, okay so no okay. it's just it's gonna be a fun last stretch here and it's gonna um, be a fun last stretch here um i i don't I, i'm i'm gonna bring up ou again i hope they win i'm not gonna watch because the, the 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 whole um bar furniture bowl no i just i don't want to deal with those guys um and i have words to describe them that would earn us a um an explicit tag on apple and i'm gonna just not do that so (laughs) so if you're comfortable with watching them please do um that's fine no judgment um and again the cliche is there's a lot of football to be played the truth is there is not 
a lot of yeah. football to be played. And guys, you should be watching if you are a college football fan, because we're, we're down to the precious few final games of the season. Um, and we're down to these, the ones that matter, the ones that in the national scheme. Yeah. The ones that matter. Um, when magical things can happen, a TCU can can beat a Michigan, mm-hmm. and Ohio State can beat a Georgia. Um, or there we could get an Ohio State Michigan national title game, uh, which I'm not sure I would be able to do a show about that. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to just just <laughs> as a I I will be I will I will be speaking in tongues. I I just I, it will be. It will be utter nonsense coming out of my mouth, um, but we will we will cross that bridge uh, if and when we come to it. Carla, thank you once again. Yep. Uh, enjoy the last week. Uh, good luck in the Rose Bowl. Hope you beat them, Utes. Thank you. Um, and good luck to good luck to your Bucks. I I you. I hope thank they you. win. I I do for the conference's <sighs> sake. I hope they win. Um, but we both have tough battles ahead of us. We do. Here we go. Absolutely. Here we go. Um, and, boys and, and girls. Here's to New Year. Here is to, uh, yes, by the next time when we talk to you, it'll be 2023. Happy New Year. Enjoy the football. Thank you guys for watching, for listening, for all you do to support us. And uh, we will see you back here sometime next week to talk about that natty. All right. Cheers, Carla. Cheers, Cheers all the ends, guys. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you.